What's going on? This is Corey Enman, and you are in for another episode of Your Fat Doesn't Care. Um, and this is a, a special episode. I'm a little behind. I'm actually recording this on Tuesday instead of releasing it on Monday. Um, it was a busy weekend. We actually had um, Spartan Race this past weekend. I did it with my team. We had over 200 people participate in the Spartan race uh, this past weekend. Um, I joined up with my former client, uh, Caitlin, and her husband and their boot camp. And we had over 200 strong at this race. It was pretty awesome. So it was a busy weekend. I didn't get to, a chance to record. <clears throat> um, and I technically, I just forgot yesterday because, you know, it's Monday and the day is the day. So here we go. So the word of the week this week is probably the most important, powerful, influential word in regards to your level of fitness, your results, your brain, and this is definitely more geared towards women. Now, when it comes to fitness and women, even though I am a man, no one is better qualified to talk about how women are in fitness because it's all I've trained for like 15 years. Um, and no one's as qualified as I am because no one in their right mind would have done what I've done my entire career. And that is way every single client in every single day for like 15 years. And actually, it wasn't until, <clears throat> excuse me, it wasn't until last year around July that I stopped weighing all of my clients in daily. Yeah, I'm talking daily. So I don't know any male, female person on the planet that is either stupid enough or brave enough to weigh women in every single day <laughs> to take the backlash that comes along with that. However, the reason I did it was because if you weigh in every day and you can detach the emotional insanity that you connect to your body, um, it's the easiest way to figure out what you're doing right or wrong. Because if you weigh in every day, it's easy to figure out what worked and didn't work the day before. But if you weigh in weekly or bi-weekly or monthly or bi-quarterly or quarterly or yearly, or it's been a 10 years since you even looked at a scale, then there's obviously issues there. Um, and there's no way in hell we're going to be able to figure out what the problem is. But if you weighed in today and you're heavier today than you were yesterday and you track your food, um, it becomes really simple because it's not a trick. It's not magic. It's not anything that you wouldn't be able to understand. The scale is not broken. You're just a liar and you lie every day, all day about how food or alcohol doesn't affect your body until you get on the damn scale and the scale says otherwise. Now, you can be that person that's like, no, the scale is totally broken and you don't understand and you don't blah, 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 which is total bullshit because I've heard it all. Every once in a blue moon, the scale will be off. However, when you weigh every single person in every day, you know when that day is because like four people get on there and they go bananas because it's, you know, oh my God, there's no way. All right, get off. Next person gets on. Yeah, there's no way that's off. And then I get on. All right, it's off. And then you Take the batteries out, put it back in, and it's fixed, recalibrated. Boom. It's not the scale. It was the fact you ate a piece of cake, 
drank a bottle of Chardonnay, pretended like you didn't, and because you didn't put it in in my fitness pal, didn't count. And then we're frustrated and surprised by the results that you that you didn't get. So anyway, the word of this week, right? If you've been following along, um, I've been doing now uh, for the past seven or so, seven or eight weeks now. We've been doing the word of the week. So at my boot camps, we have a word of the week that just kind of we focus on. Um, and it just gives me something to talk about. Um, usually, I don't have a hard time finding something to talk about, especially at my boot camp. But I don't have like, all right, I'm going to talk about this. There's plenty of topics I could go on, and I could talk about food and calories and bullshit like that forever. Um, but I want to have some sort of uh, order, and this kind of gives us a focus, right? So, and it also is something that can help lots of people. If you know, if you focus on the word of the week, if you just have this front of mind or even back of mind during your week and you know it helps you make better choices in regards to your health and fitness or to your self-confidence or your self-worth or just feeling better then awesome it, it worked and that's what we're trying to do um also if you've been on my podcast and listen you know i don't i don't do sponsors or anything and i don't plan on it i kind of like to model it after andy frisella who has the mf ceo project which i'm really sad to say today he dropped his last episode ever um However, um, you know, I appreciate him because he has the balls to do that. You know, he could keep going. He could make millions and millions of dollars, but he provided value for entrepreneurs and now he's done. Uh, what I do appreciate about, uh, appreciate about him is his honesty. And, and I think anybody that knows me, you know, I'm not going to feed you any bullshit. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. And in this podcast, you know, at my boot camps and in public, I'll, I'll censor my, my, my talk as much as I need to, um, and sometimes completely, people don't believe that I didn't say one swear word for the, you know, my kids, my two stepsons, their entire like youth growing up, probably till Cade was probably 12 or so. I didn't say a swear around those kids, which most people would not believe that. Um, but it's true. <laughs> I can do it. I've just, but on this podcast, I want to talk like me, which is, you know, has some shits and some fucks in there. And that's just kind of how I talk. And if I'm passionate about something, usually those things come out. So hopefully, uh, if you're offended by that, awesome. I don't really care. Um, shut this off and go listen to some, you know, puppy dog and ice cream podcast. Um, if you want to at least appreciate the fact that I'm honest and I'm talking from my heart and that's the way I talk, then that's the way I talk. If you can appreciate that and not get offended by the swears, awesome. And if you are offended, that's a, that's really is a you problem. Because you know what's funny? I go through my life and there's a lot of dumb shit that happens and really no one that anybody could ever do could offend me because I don't let it offend me. You're offended because you let things offend you. So stop it. It's stupid. It's a waste of energy. So if I offend you, sorry, it's your fault. It's your problem. I'm not going to stop. Um, but you can change it and go listen to something else. However, if you want to get better, if you want to get focused, you want some honesty in your freaking life, which most people don't give anymore. Then you're tuning into the right damn place because that's what I'm going to give. I'm going to give some honesty. Um, am I 100% the only person that's right? Of course. <laughs> just kidding. Um, am I always 100% right? No, of course not. Um, I just have a shit ton of experience. I've done things that no one else has done in the industry. I've dealt with things that no one's done in the industry. Um, I'm more sure as hell more honest than most people will be. And I think we make a pretty big impact and I have a lot to share. So hopefully it helps you. 
So here we go. Here's the word of the week. The word of the week, and this is a big one, and this, I think, is the number one word that drives every female in regards to their fitness and their health and their bodies, um, and that is the word worthy. Yep, worthy and, you know, self-worth. Now, when it comes to worthy, um, if you were to separate, and, and here's why I focus more on women, right? Men, if you didn't know, and, and this is on a basic level, this isn't like 100%. Mostly, men are driven by ego, <gasps> shocker, and women are driven by worth, right, self-worth. Um, and when I say ego, not like, oh, I'm awesome, but there's like this internal drive, like I have to prove something to myself or to somebody or something that I'm, you know. And for me, back in the day, it was like conquest. It was, you know, it was it was it certainly wasn't money. I just had terrible money programs growing up. Uh, money was always looked upon as a bad thing. Um, and if you had money, you were a shitty Republican that took advantage of a Democrat, which, you know, most of that can be true, <laughs> but it's not. And I had to do some work on my money programs to, to kind of be able to actually make money o over the period of time in my life. But um, growing up, I had a lot of different programs and my ego was very much uh, and I'm hyper competitive. Um, and if anybody knows me, like I, I fucking hate losing, like with a pure passion, I hate losing more than I like winning. Um, so that kind of drove me and and that also pertained to like women. So women weren't more of like, Oh, I want to be in a relationship. Women were like, Hey, I want to see if I could do that. And then all of my attention and energy would go to that. And it filled my cup as you could say. And, but it really didn't. My cup was just my ego. It, it made me Short term, feel good. Like, yeah, I'm this. And because I didn't understand that everybody didn't think that way, I would like share it, right? Like, oh, yeah, I did this. I did this. I did this. And it wasn't until way later in my life and through a shit ton of personal growth that I realized that didn't do it, right? That didn't fill me. And everything that I had in my life that wasn't good came from that mindset of that ego driven. Now, that ego also brought me a lot of positive things in my life. I was very driven. I was athletically driven. I was talented. Um, there was a lot of success that I achieved because of that. Um, also a lot of like speeding tickets and things like bad things. Um, and you know, broken relationships and a lot of manipulation. I just, you know, I fucked with a lot of people. Um, and it sucks, you know, and, and I know what goes around comes around. I truly believe in that. And, and I believe that it did come back to me in many different ways. Um, and now for the past, you know, 15 or so years, through personal growth and just trying to be a better person, you know, I'm not that person anymore. Just like you aren't that person you were 15 years ago, um, I'm not that person. So now I try to be better. You know, I'm definitely a different person in regards to relationships. I'm, I would say I'm a pretty damn good husband. Love my wife. She's amazing. Um, one of these days, her and I will get on here and you'll get to hear her rip me a new one on this show, which I think would be pretty fun. Um, but when it comes to fitness, um, you know, I've been doing this a long time and I have a lot of experience with it and I have, and I have seen it. And because of my personal growth background and how it's so tied to fitness, this, this one's really easy for me to see, right? It's very easy for somebody that's aware to see how somebody doesn't value themselves. Um, and in fitness, and I talk about it, when it comes to your worth, right, your self-worth, women are very much driven by self-worth. And a lot of times, right, when, when I talk about men and ego and we're driven by that, women are more driven about like, what about me? What do they like about me, right? It's like an outside thing. Like, hey, show me my worth. 
right? So kind of like I was like, hey, I'm going to conquer that and that's going to make me feel good. Women are more like, hey, he loves me or he cares about me or he shows me attention or this person does this for me. Therefore, I am worthy, which is totally not true. It's total bullshit. But when we're kids and when we're little and when things happen, you know, we just, we just, we don't know, right? So we expect um, love and, and appreciation and, and people to treat us with that type of um, affection. And then when it doesn't happen, it's like, well, what the hell's wrong with me? Instead of being like, what's wrong with them, which is really what the issue is. It's like, what's wrong with me? And then we make decisions. And then a lot of those times that decision is I'm not good enough, right? So when you decide you're not good enough for something, now on a very subconscious level, that's how you start to live your life. And you start to attract those types of things that reinforce your belief that you're not good enough. So in fitness, self-worth comes out every damn day, all day. And this is where fitness is very much tied into your self-worth. It is impossible to have a high level of self-worth and succeed at a very high level in fitness because they are both mutually inclusive of each other, right? Like you can't have one without the other. You can't feel awesome about yourself. I'm sorry. You can't like be super, super fit and feel awesome about yourself and have low self-worth. And just like you can't have super low self-worth and then be super, super fit. Well, let's just say not super fit, but healthy, right? Because you can look fit. Like, Like people on stage when they're doing a show or figure competition or bodybuilding, they look fit. They're not healthy, but they look fit, right? You, you low body fat, but they're they're not healthy. That's not a healthy lifestyle. Your body's not designed to do that. Is that is you're you're on stage for a picture. You're posing for one moment, <clears throat> and then the second you're done, you go back to eating and putting your body into a normal state, not that extreme low body fat unhealthy place. But in regards to our worth, they're directly tied, right? You can't be happy and have a high level of self-worth and at the same time hate your body and be super overweight, right? They are tied. Whether you agree or not, like, no, I love myself. I'm just fat, <laughs> right? It's total bullshit. Or no, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm super fit, but, I, you know, I hate myself, well, that super fit can come from that's not fit, that's not healthy, right? Fit and healthy are two totally different things. Healthy is more than just your body, right? Healthy is internal, right? Like you can eat crappy foods, be an athlete, work out, look fit, but you're not healthy, right? The stuff you're taking in isn't healthy and your mental state's not healthy. So don't confuse fit or looking fit with healthy. Those are two totally different things, right? And I know a lot of people who look fit. Christ, think about every person on steroids, every dude on steroids who you look at looks like they're going to fucking explode because they have so much blood flowing and they're like, you know, I was the other day I was at 7-Eleven this guy walks in and I'm pretty sure I saw every damn vein in his body. And he looked more red than the bag of Cheez-Its that he was standing next to. He looked like his skin was going to explode. And this is like on a Tuesday in the middle of the afternoon where he's wearing clothes, right? Normal clothes. Like the only time I even come close to looking like that is when I was like 6% body fat, I was broke, so I wasn't eating, so that's why my body fat was low. All I did was work out all day, because I was trying to get laid, and <clears throat> after my workout pump, I could see my veins all over the place, right? Not, but the, but 10, you know, 20 minutes after I'm done, half an hour after, an hour after I'm done, I drink, I eat normal, my body goes back to being 
you know, natural. And it doesn't look like that. So, you know, the dude was literally looked like he was going to explode. Now he looks ripped, right? He's all muscles. He's big. He's cut. But I know being in the industry, the dude's a major juice, right? You don't, you're not bright red and looking like you're going to literally split out of your skin just from muscle. Like that is straight up steroids, right? There's certain steroids. Um, and most people that big are on steroids anyway. So they look good. They look fit, but they're certainly not healthy. And talk about ego. Whew. Right? Now some guys might get pissed off. Be like, no, bro, it's not about my ego. That's not why. All right. Well, don't be offended by it. Because if we're offended by it, truly, if we're really if we're really offended by something that somebody says, it's really honestly because there's some truth to it. Right? If we really think about it. Like someone says something to me and it pisses me off, it's probably because there's some truth to it. And I don't want to face it. So the next time you're offended, instead of being all bitchy about it, just be like, ooh, what do they say? Now, if they're just a total jerk or a dick and they just they're trying to piss you off or whatever, and it's one person, you know, you can still look at it, but you still don't need to be offended because they're just a jerk. But if multiple people say it, you know, you might want to take a look at it. So let me let me go back to when it comes to worth, right? <clears throat> now, one of the things, especially with fitness, is your worth determines your level of health. Right. And a lot of times when we start working out, our worth is relatively low. Now, what I do, and this can work in relationships, this can work in fitness. What I do is I always tell people on a scale of one to 10, I want you to scale yourself. Right. So if you're going to scale yourself one to 10, and this makes it very easy, right? This takes emotion out of it. And because it's you, it's truth. Okay. So if I said scale of one to 10, one, you're ready to commit suicide. 10, you're the best version of you you could possibly be. You're happy with your physical body. You're the healthiest you've ever been. You're happy with your spirituality, you know, whatever. Your charity, your God, your church, your attending, your the contribution you're giving to the planet. You're happy with, you know, your emotional, right? The relationships you have in your life are fantastic. And you're super happy with, you know, um, your business, your financial, your money. So you're just level 10 happy. So level 10 happy, level one, you're ready to commit suicide. If you were to scale yourself, in general, all of you, on a scale of 1 to 10, what is that number? <clears throat> now, I want you to think about that for a second and honestly come up with a number. So if you're listening to this and you're coming up, all right, let me think of it. Now, right now, and, and what you need to do, though, you need to say it out loud. Because if you say it in your head, it's not really real, right? Because you can lie inside your head. But when you put it out, and when you put it out in the universe, and it's, you say it loud, it's a whole different ballgame, right? Like, I'm always talking shit about people in my head, but it's not real until I say it to your face <laughs> or behind your back, right? Like, that's, you know. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Well, not really. Um, but I want you to say it out loud to yourself, okay? Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, I am this. And I would suggest that most women would probably put anywhere between a 4 and a 7, right? Because we can't do 8 or 9. That would be like too good, right? Like I'm, I'm definitely not there. And we can't go like 3 or 2 because that means I'm really close to the edge. And, you know, I'm always this and that and this and that. So a 5, 6, or 7. 7 is like, wow. Very few times when I've done this, people are like, yeah, I'm a fucking 9. I'm a 10. I'm a badass. Because when we say we're a 10, all of a sudden that little voice – in your head says, oh, who, 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 or, or, or the past voices in your head or your family voices in your head or your mom's voice in your head or your dad's or your whoever, your best friend or whoever the hell, your ex-boyfriend. Oh, what do you think you are? That you, you think you're that good, right? It's like, oh, you can't think you're awesome because 
now you're being braggadocious or now you're being cocky or now you're being arrogant. No, it's called self-worth. It just means you care about yourself. You love yourself. And if you were to ask me right now, scale of one to 10, where I am, I would say, ah, let's say seven, eight. And I don't say seven and eight because, um, you know, oh, I'm not, I say seven or eight financially. Eh, I'm definitely not at a 10. I don't, I don't know if I'll ever be at a 10 financially because that means I'm just wealthy. I'm independently wealthy. I can do what I want, when I want, where I want, with whoever the hell I want. That's my idea of like a 10, a level 10 wealth. Um, contribution, I can always contribute more. So I'm not there. You know, I want to give millions of dollars away. Um, so I'm not there yet. So that, you know, I'm, I'm like seven, eight, right? Relationships, if I were to, Talk about my marriage. I would say my marriage is a 10. I fucking love my wife. We are perfect for each other. Um, I wish everybody had my relationship that I have with my wife. So, you know, a 10, a seven, a seven. And, you know, let's see. What's the other one? My friends, relationships. I can be, I could have definitely more people in my life. I can have more relationships. So I've still got work to do there. So like seven, 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 ten, 10, right? So that's seven times three, 21 plus 10, you know, that's what, 31, divided by four. So whatever 31 divided by four, six times four, seven. Yeah, about seven. So it's about a 6.87. So that's an easy way to do it. Like you can do it that way. Pick your four where you're at. So I'm about a 6.87. So that's about where I am because that's what I said. Here's the thing. Whatever number you said out loud, it's true because you said so. Now, here's the thing. You don't actually have to have everything you want to say you're a 10. Like if I say I'm a 10 right now, I just have to like, okay, I'm a 10. Like right now, I in this moment, if I feel happy right now in this moment, I feel like, you know what? I'm doing a good job. Great. I'm, I've got great relationships. Great. I'm, you know what? My money, I'm working on it. Great. I'm a 10. All right, good. I'm a 10. Guess what? It's true because I say so. Just like when you say you're beautiful. If you say it out loud, it's true because you say it, right? But a lot of times we don't lie. So when we say, when I say I'm a six and a half, seven, I truly believe that I'm a seven. Now, here's the crazy shit about this thing. It's whatever I say I am, that's the level I can attract in my life, right? So if now I start to attract things in my life, it's a seven. Whether it's a business opportunity, whether it's a friend, whether it's a relationship, I'm attracting sevens. The same way you're a two or a three or a four, like if you're a single girl right now and you just did this and you're like, you know what, I'm a five. Guess what, sweetheart? If you were to meet somebody today, you go out to the club on a Tuesday night <laughs> or you go out or if you meet somebody and you hit it off, guess what he is? He's a five because it's impossible for you to attract something that's totally different. Now, can you by purpose or on purpose surround yourself with better? Absolutely. Is that how you raise your level? Absolutely. But if it just comes into your life, guess what it is? It's exactly what you think you deserve. So if you think you're a five, guess what? You're going to get a five and you're going to attract people who think you're a five and you're going to attract people and places and things that reinforce your own belief about being a five. And because your worth and your value is tied to that five, that's the only level you can achieve is a five. So an easy way to change that is like, well, shit, if I think I'm a five, what do I got to do now? Well, there's a couple of things you can do. You could change your associations, right? Because guess what? If you're a five, I'm pretty sure your friends are fives. They probably weigh the same. They probably have the same amount of kids. They probably bitch about the same things. They probably have about the same level of financial finances that you do. 
you know, it's pretty popular saying, you know, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And if you're hanging around with single girls who bitch about their ex-boyfriends who cheated on them 48 times, I'm going to suggest you probably are single and getting cheated on too. That's just how it works, whether we like it or not. So if you want to stop that, stop hanging around with those damn people, right? Surround yourself with a married person. How about find somebody that has a relationship that you admire and talk to them and not instead go, oh, that bitch. <laughs> what's what's she got that I don't have? Blah, blah, blah. Besides me, <laughs> you know, I guess what she has. She has a belief that she's not a five. She has a belief that she's higher than that. Right. And I know that about my wife. She definitely believed that she was worth being married to somebody that was awesome. But when I met her, I wasn't there yet. I'm pretty sure she was like a 10 coming down to an eight. And I was at like a six coming up to an eight. I was working really hard. And I, I think we both kind of met at a seven and a half and eight. I was coming up, she was coming down, and then we met, and then we continued to grow together. Um, and I think that's why we have such great marriage. But for a long time, I sucked, even though my ego said I was awesome. Deep, 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 deep down, I knew I wasn't, and I knew I wasn't being filled. And my money said otherwise, and my relationship said otherwise, and I knew it, and so don't you. So don't be lying. If you're 35 pounds overweight, guess what, sweetheart? Stop fucking lying to yourself. And this goes for men too. Stop lying to yourself. If you're 30 pounds overweight, it's not because, you know, you don't care. Yeah, you do. You care. You don't, no one wants to be 30 pounds overweight. That sucks. It's harder. It hurts your back, your knees, your hips. It's energy. It sucks. You put your clothes on, don't fit right. Your belt don't fit. Like that sucks. Going out at night, wedding dresses, parties, please. No one, you're, I don't care what you say. If you're like, oh, I'm, I'm happy with myself. Bullshit. I doubt you just gave yourself a 10. And if you did, awesome, right? Great job. Can you get better? Can you keep, can you stay there? And that's really what we want to do. So your worth is directly tied to your fitness, right? Now, if we increase our self-worth by surrounding ourselves with better people, let's say my, and I know at our boot camp we have some amazing people. None of them are tens. Everybody's still trying to get better, but you surround yourself with people that are, let's say sevens or eights, but they want to be a nine or they want to be a 10 or every day they're trying to strive to be better. Then, and you now start hanging out with those people, all of a sudden your conversations go from, oh, that guy's a dick to, hey, I met this really nice guy. And then they're like, oh, that's awesome. You know, my husband, who I've been married to for 15 years, is amazing. Oh, really? That's possible? Yes. You don't have to fight every damn day. They don't have to talk to you and treat you like shit. Like that's how it works, right? So you start hearing and being around people that support you and being the best version of you. And a lot of times, I, especially in my facility, at my boot camps, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to literally hold people to the best version of themselves while they fight me, right? Like, I'm, I don't do it soft. I don't do it the way you're going to want to hear it, especially because it's honest, right? But my goal for everybody is to be the best version of themselves. If you're at a six, I want you at a seven. If you're at a seven, I want you at an eight. I want you better. I'm not going to buy your bullshit about why you're where you are. Right? And that's the problem is we surround ourselves with what we are. And if we believe we're a five, we hang out with fives. And all our fives do is they listen to our bullshit and buy our shitty stories because theirs is the same thing. Right? It's like, oh, I'm so ugly. I'm so fat. And then they're like, oh, no, you're not. While they're like talking shit behind your back. Right? And that's not what it is. Right? And then why else are we doing? Oh, I'm so fat. And then they're like, oh, no. And then we surround ourselves with people that like fill us, you know, and, and they're not like honestly like, yeah, you know what? We're both overweight. We need to get our ass in shape. Oh, I'm so fat. Well, hey, how about you stop complaining about it and come to my boot camp with me, right? Because someone that really is courageous and that's really a friend, they're not going to listen to that shit. 
And if you have friends that continually support your bull, your lies, your your lack of self-worth, your bitching and complaining, like that's not the person. Like, I don't, I'm not gonna listen to that shit. You're not gonna meet somebody who's ultra successful that wants to sit and listen to anybody complain about their lives, complain about their relationships, complain about their fat ass. No one wants to hear that shit. Okay. And the only reason that people are listening is because they think the same exact thing about themselves and you're actually making them feel better about themselves because they think they're a little bit better than you. That's really the truth of it. So if you want to actually change, you want to actually be better, you got to stop hanging around with those people and you got to find somebody that is better, that has something that you want. And if you meet someone, they have something that looks like you want, they have a great relationship and you realize later on that they don't, stop hanging around with them, right? And don't justify, oh, well, they're really nice. So, you know, I'm going to, no, screw that. There's somebody who's really nice that also is in a good relationship. Oh, there's someone that's really nice that also is going to tell you the truth. Right? It's really rare, especially in this day and age, and Jesus, social media and everybody being offended. Everybody's worried about telling people the truth. And that's one thing that you do not have to, I will tell you the truth. And if you ask me, I ain't going to lie. I got nothing to hide. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry. I don't, you know, that's, that's tough shit, but at least I can sleep at night knowing I'm like telling people the truth. And, and on the other hand, if people tell me, I don't go crying to my mom, like, I'll like, all right, cool. I'll take a look at that. And I either do one or two things. I'll be like, all right, what's the source? Who's it coming from? Are they a piece of shit? Do they have what I want? No, they don't. They don't have what I want. And they aren't the person I'm looking for. Cool. Am I going to listen to them? No, I don't care. They don't have what I want. So why the hell would I listen to them? But if it's somebody that has what I want, they have the, the money I want, they have the success I want, they're good people, they have, a, they have a great marriage, they have great, they're great parents, and they say, hey, man, you should do this, this, and this, because I think you're to this, or I think you're to this. I might be offended at first because it's true, but then I'm going to be like, all right, cool. But a lot of times I'm not. Shit, I love when people give me feedback. That's how I get better. I don't get offended. What the hell's the point? Just wasting time, right? So it comes down to what, how do you value yourself? How do you see your worth? And if you feel like you're worth it, right, you're going to start to attract people, places, things in your life that reinforce that belief. Right. If you think, you know what, I am worth being in a great relationship. Well, guess what? You're going to start to now detract people who are pieces of shit because you believe you're worth more. And that's really important. And if you actually, if you believe that you're worth more money, you're going to start to think and act differently. And maybe instead of bitching and complaining, you're going to start working harder. Maybe you'll do more than what's asked at your job. Maybe you'll start taking a management role without being a manager. And guess what happens? Now management goes, man, they are doing all of this above and beyond without even asking. And because you're doing that, they're like, you know what? She's been amazing or he's been amazing. Where can we put them to grow, right? It's not like, oh, he's amazing bitching to all his friends at lunch or she's, you know, she's a really hard worker, but you know, she just does the bare minimum and then I hear her complain all day at, at lunch about, you know, not having enough money or not being blah, blah, blah. They're not going to promote you. That's not how it works. But if you start doing more and being more and seeing more, you're going to naturally start to be around people that want to see you more and be more, right? And with fitness, and this is something that I talked about this week, no one can give you your worth. Your worth doesn't come from outside. Your worth comes from inside, right? There's no guy that will ever give you more worth. Now, that's the, probably the number one relationship mistake that everybody makes. It's like, well, when I'm with him, I feel better about myself. That's not a him. That's a you problem, right? He, no, he doesn't. You've just convinced yourself that, that he does. But here's the problem with that. If you grade yourself on a 1 to 10, 
And that person does not say I'm an eight because an eight doesn't say I need this person to make me feel better about myself. An eight does the work themselves to be an eight, to be better. They're personally growing. They're reading. They're listening to podcasts. They're, they're reading books. They're surrounding themselves with successful people, whatever they deem successful. They're not the ones that are like, oh, he makes me feel better. He makes, that's bullshit, right? My wife doesn't make me feel anything. She just, she finishes me. I finish her. We make each other better. We both are on the same level trying to get better. Now, do I think I'm a better human because of her? Absolutely. But I had to believe on a core level that I was worthy of someone like that, which when I first met her, I definitely didn't because I wasn't. I was a piece of shit. But I was still on the growth. I had done lots of personal growth to get to a place where, you know what? I think I'm, I am better than this. I do want to be a better person. I can attract someone like her. She was already amazing. And that's what I did. I started to make decisions to like stop doing the dumb shit I was doing. Stop treating the people the way I was treating them. You know, start reading books that served me. Start taking set like and I had been taking seminars for a while. And then I literally had to make decisions that I was like, hey, I gotta stop doing this with this person. I gotta stop doing this with this person. I gotta stop saying this. I gotta stop acting like this. Or I'm never gonna be able to find or attract, because you don't find you attract somebody that I think I deserve. And I knew I was a good person. I just needed, like, I needed to be better. And it's the same thing with everything else. Same thing with fitness. Like, you gotta believe that you're worth it, right? And no matter what happened to you when you were younger or even recently, whether you were molested or you were abused or whether you were beat up or whether you were broken up with or what, whatever the hell happened. And at that moment, you decided, I'm not good enough because they did this to me, right? Like whatever the choice was, right? They did this to me. It must mean this about me. That is so far from the truth unless you keep buying that story. If you keep buying that story, then it is true. And that's who you are. That doesn't necessarily mean that can't change, right? But that is why you have what you have. That's why you might be overweight and you're using that, right? A lot of people use their weight as a protection from getting intimate because they had a bad traumatic experience, right? Um, I can't tell you how many obese, morbidly obese people that I've had as clients where eventually it came out like why it was a straight up a protection. Like if I'm fat and ugly, no man is going to abuse me ever again. No man is going to sexually assault me ever again, right? And a lot of times that's not even true, right? Because it's not a physical thing. It's a, it's an inside self-worth thing. It's an energy thing. Like if I believe that I'm not good enough, then you're going to attract people. That's why like people that are abused or in abusive relationships continue to be in abusive relationships because on a core level, they believe I, this is, this is good enough for me. Like he loves me, but he just happens to beat me, but he loves me in his heart. He's a good person. Any person that believes that they're worth it wouldn't stand for that at all, right? Now, it's really easy to say, and I'm not saying if that's you, that, you know, you should just, oh, take, get the hell out. That's a piece of cake. It's not like that. But I guarantee you, if you start to believe that you're, like, no woman should be abused physically or mentally, period, or sexually, especially, right? No, none. And guess what? There's a, If you're, like, with a guy, and guys, if you're with a girl who does that, or who talks to you in a certain way, or disrespects you in a different way, and you chalk it up to, oh, well, that's how relationships are. Everybody fights like that. All relations, that is total, absolute bullshit. And that is a lie that you are saying to yourself to justify the fact that you are not worth being in a better relationship. I would never talk to my wife like that. In fact, she'd probably kick me in my balls if I talked like that, but I wouldn't ever do that anyway because we have an amazing relationship. And it's not we fight all the time. 
In fact, we almost almost never fight. And 100% of the time, it's always her fault anyway. I'm just kidding. So she would kick my ass right now, <laughs> right? But that's it's total bullshit. No, that's not how marriages and, and relationships are supposed to be. Relationships are actually supposed to be easy. They're supposed to be fun. You're supposed to get along. You're supposed to treat each other with respect. Do you get into arguments every once in a while? Of course. But guess what those arguments usually come from? The male ego and the woman's lack of self-worth. Almost 100% of the time, right? She's not feeling confident about herself. He's not feeling like he's doing what he needs to do as a man or whatever. Those two things are threatened and we're too, you know, our ego, we're too, we're too proud to say we're wrong, right? And, and we're not good enough to admit that we're wrong, right? It's like the two totally, two same damn things, right? But if you can go, oh yeah, you know what? I was being a prick and I'll, it's my ego. I'm sorry. Or yeah, you know what? I'm feeling insecure because this, 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 and this. And I, I feel like, you know, you're cheating on me or whatever. That comes from each other's issues. And if you can figure out what those issues are and not use those as triggers and be aware, then you can have a great relationship. And that's how it works. But you got to believe that you're worth it first. And I know I've gone on to a tangent about relationships, but it's the same damn thing. When it comes to fitness, your worth is, is what determines your weight, right? You're, you're not going to be obese if you feel great about yourself, right? Like I feel, I kick ass. You don't go, I kick ass. And then you're like, oh, but I'm not going to go to the gym because I, you know, I like milkshakes. Well, that's bullshit. Like if you kick ass and you feel like that, you're going to go do something that supports that belief about yourself. Right. That little voice in your head that says, no, I'm tired. I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. The other bigger voice that says you kick ass is like, but I'm going anyway because I fucking deserve it. I fucking deserve to be fit. I deserve to kick ass. I deserve a man in my life who respects me, who talks great about me, who treats me with respect, who I'm their queen or princess or whatever the hell you want to be treated like. I deserve that. You deserve that. Now, that doesn't mean you just deserve it without putting any action. You've got to go and do it. You've got to deserve it. That means you got to put in the work. You have to be a good person. You have to put in the work. You got to go to the gym. You have to have discipline. You have to eat right. You have to not drink a glass of wine every fucking night. You have to not have chocolate all the time. You have to stop making excuses. You have to stop blaming it on somebody or something else. You have to stop lying and saying the scale lies. You have to start tracking your food. You have to start taking the actions. You have to surround yourself with people who support you. You have to stop hanging around with your fat friends who are always trying to jam another French fry in your mouth. Or the ones that are always joking about it. And then they go and have in and out. You got to stop hanging around with those workers, those coworkers that bring fucking donuts every day to work. Like stop hanging around with those people. You got to take the action. And once you start doing that, you automatically let raise your self-worth up to a, a seven or an eight. And now magically, people start hang, the people you start hanging around with don't do that stuff because they're sevens and eights too. And now all of a sudden they're supporting you and going out exercising, doing a Spartan race, going for a run on a Saturday instead of going to happy hour every weekend. You're now going out and having, you know, and going to work out or whatever, right? Instead of bitching and complaining about men. You're actually talking about how great a relationship is or admiring somebody that has one or being around somebody that has one. And you're like, I'm going to have that. I deserve that. I'm pretty awesome. I know exactly what I'm looking for in a man. Like that kind of stuff. You got to put in the work, right? And when your worth now is higher, your value is higher, you're going to start to attract those things into your life. But it's not just going to happen. And you're certainly not, no one's going to do it for you. No one can get your ass up, pick you up, take you to the gym, lift your arms for you. Put your food in your mouth. That fitness is the only thing you can't, no one can do for you, right? And if you go the shortcut and try to do like, um, you know, gastric bypass or you try to do, 
um, you know, plastic surgery, guess what? The habits aren't gone. You might have gotten fat sucked up, but guess what? The habit that got the fat into the first place, that's not different. So you're going to get fat. Again, it's just going to go to different places. Gastric bypass, there was a fucked up situation there. You got fat and obese, like dangerously obese because of your belief of yourself, because of whatever the hell happened or whatever your story is. That was the reason. When you get gastric bypass, it doesn't change the reason you got fat. You just changed the end result, the consequence of that terrible belief. So now you're you're 100 pounds lighter, but guess what? You still don't believe in yourself. You don't still don't believe that you're worth it. You still don't do the things that you need to do. So guess what happens? You end up getting more fat. Now your body is all fucked up because you got the surgery, and now your skin's terrible, and now you have to get more surgeries. Now you're trying to build muscle, but you can't because you have the stomach the size of a nickel, and then it just reinforces that negative self-belief, and it's this vicious cycle. And instead of changing the body from the outside, cheating, we need to really look at the self-worth and what drives us inside, what beliefs, and where does it come from, you know? And because something happened to you, it doesn't mean it's true anymore. Shit, lots of things happened to me when I was a kid. doesn't mean it's real or it is what it is. Like, it's not me. It's not who I am. Shit. If, if I live today based on what I was when I was in my 20s, forget it. <laughs> no way. No one be listening to me. Unless you're, you know, never mind, right? So uh, the value is you got to put in the work. You got to, you got to be like, you know what? I'm sick of being a six. I'm going to be a seven. I'm going to be a, an eight. I'm going to do what it takes. I'm going to go to the gym because I can deserve it. Not because some guy I'm getting a revenge body. Like that's ridiculous. Like who are you getting revenge to? Guess what? If you were a five when you attracted him, he's a five too. So what are you trying to do? You're trying to impress a five? Who gives a shit? Once you get to a seven, he's not even on your radar anymore because he's a five. He ain't changing. And unless he's doing his personal growth, he ain't moving from a five, right? So what the hell's the point of a revenge body? Because now you're doing it for the wrong reasons. You're doing it for, to impress a five. Well, guess what? Guess who impresses a five? A five. Stop being a fucking five. Be a seven. Be an eight. Be like, you know what? I'm not even going to waste my time with that guy. He was an asshole. I was a five when I met him. I don't want to be a five anymore. I'm working hard to be a six. I'm working hard to be a seven. I'm trying to get better. And you're always trying to get better. And if you're always trying to get better, guess what? You don't attract those people in your life anymore. You start meeting better dudes, better people, better friends, better everything. Your community changes. Your relationships change. Your job changes. Your money changes. Everything changes. But it all starts with your self-worth and you scaling yourself on a 1 to 10 and being honest. 1 to 10, where am I? I'm a 5. And that's okay. Whatever you're at, that's okay. Don't judge yourself for being a 4. That's what it is. It's just what it is. Be like, all right, I don't, don't want to be a fucking 4 anymore. Unless you want to be a 4. But then don't complain about the other fours in your life and now you have a crappy body because that's what a four gets. You have a shitty relationship. That's what a four gets, right? You don't give any money. You're always broke. That's because that's what a four gets, right? Don't complain. But if you know you're a four, it's like, all right, I don't want to be a four anymore. I'm going to work hard to be a four and a half. I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to be a five. You know what? I'm not going to go out and drink today. I'm not going to happy hour. I'm, I'm going to read a book by somebody who's successful. I'm going to stop hanging around. I'm going to stop complaining. I'm not going to have donuts every day. I go to work. I'm going to start taking different actions to get to a five, right? And if you start focusing on you and changing you, the things that you attract in your life, it's not about finding a guy. It's about attracting things. The things now that you attract are different because you're not a five anymore. Now you're a six. So you're going to start attracting sixes and you're at a seven you're, and you start attracting sevens. I was a six when I, when I really started putting it in and I attracted my wife because I knew I was better. Right. And, and I was better and she's an amazing person. So I knew I was uh, when I attracted her, I was better. And now we're continually growing together. That's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be happy. You're not supposed to be sad or angry or mad. That's not that's bullshit. It's not supposed to be like that.
So do whatever you can to take whatever you're at and go further, right? Whatever you're at, whatever number, even if it's a one. Shit, if you're a one, either call somebody who's not a one. Call somebody that's an eight. Call the friend that you would never call because I guarantee you they'll support you. Don't call the friend that's a two because they're not going to really talk you off the ledge. Call somebody that's that you know is they're, 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 they're going to support you and, and not buying your bullshit. They're going to take you out of that hole. They're going to do whatever it takes. Right? I'll do whatever it takes for my clients. I will, I will not listen to your bullshit. I will not let you lie. I will hold you accountable even when you don't like it. And that's just what I do. And I've got a lot of people that have been with me who have left because they didn't like it. They didn't want to be held accountable. They didn't want to log the food. They didn't want to be told, hey, what the fuck, dude? Stop eating and drinking so much. You gained 40 pounds. Like, that's the reality of it. So you can't lie, right? So if you're at one or two, reach out. Jesus, email me. <laughs> um, but reach out to somebody that's not a two. Reach out to somebody that you know is, is a person that will support you in getting out of it. And usually those people, of course, they will. They'll do whatever it takes. Um, but if you're a four or a five or a six or a seven, even if you're an eight, awesome. An eight, man, you're attracting some awesome shit in your life. Keep going. And if you're an eight or you're a nine, guess what you got to do now? You got to start helping people become eights and nines and sevens and eights. Because that means you're, you've got something, right? You're doing something right. So it's all about your worth, grading yourself on a scale of one to 10, and then doing whatever it takes to get yourself up. And when you do that, you will attract all those good things in your life. And you won't find them. You will attract. Better men will come in. Better body will come in. Better opportunity. Better job. And then you have to be aware. But guess what? When you're when you're a five, you're not aware of those things. When you're a seven and eight, oh, damn, look at that. Oh, yeah, look at that. And even if you hang out with the people that are eights or nines, they're going to go, hey, did you notice that? Did you notice that? And you're like, oh, yeah, look at that. And your life will start to begin to change because you're doing those things. So I hope this helped, right? It's all about your self-worth is self. It, only you can do it. Only you can increase it. Only you can judge you, right? No one else can make you a five, no matter what you say. Not what he did made you a five. Uh-uh. You were already be believed you were a five. And then that, that just happens to happen. And you can avoid, you can start to avoid that stuff now that you know. Now, some things happen. It's not like, oh, when I was a little kid, I got molested and I, you know, and it's because, no, you're like, yeah, you were a victim. That is, that is truly a victim. But how you react to it and how you live your life, that's your responsibility now. You can either use it to keep you at a five or a four or a three, or you can learn from it, <clears throat> use it as motivation to be, <clears throat> excuse me, to be a seven, an eight or a nine, <clears throat> right? Because it's happened to most people. It's all about what you decide to do with it. Are you going to use it to be better or are you going to use it to stay where you are? <clears throat> Excuse me. And hopefully you use it to get better. So I hope this helped. If you have a friend or someone that you think, you know, they see themselves as like a four or five and they just need to kick in the ass and, and this hopefully is it. Awesome. Right. Share with them. And if you're that person that somebody shared this podcast with you, it's not because they think you're shitty. It's because they think you're awesome. It's they, they see you at an eight. But you see you as a five or a four. And they need to they need you to see what they see. They love you. They think you kick ass. They know you're better than that. And they want to see you that. So if you are getting this from somebody and they're like, you need to listen to this, it's not like you need to listen to this because I think I'm awesome, or they think they're awesome and they think you suck. It's because they fucking love you and they're trying to support you and being a better version of you. And they want you to kick ass. And if you're sharing, if you're an eight or a nine and you're sharing this with someone, awesome. I hope it helps somebody. And if you're offended by any of it, awesome. 
Guess what? That means some of it is partially true. And it's a lesson to not be offended because no one can offend you without your permission. So stop being offended by stupid shit. And I hope that helps. And I hope this rang true. And I appreciate you guys. So share this. It's the only way. I'm not doing sponsorships. I'm not going to do ads or anything like that. I want it to just be value. But you got to share it. Otherwise, no one's going to hear it. So I appreciate you guys. You can follow me on Instagram at thecoachcorey, C-O-R-E-Y. Um, and pretty much everything else from there you can find. All right, guys, I will see you soon. I'll see you next week with the word of the week. Bye.